Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. She is the president's daughter-in-law. She's my favorite Trump. <laughs> she really is. I mean, Donald, her tide, you know. And she comes on every couple of weeks, and, well, she's got stuff to do. I mean, you know, she's got a family. She does all the shows. I, I don't know. Actually, what the hell was she doing? Lara, what, what happened? What, what happened? You, you, what were you doing? I'm just curious. Oh, I, thought, I thought I was calling in at 920. I'm so sorry. I, you caught me well, off guard, and then I come on, and I hear you talking about diapers, so I assume you're talking about Joe Biden. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never say something like that. That's funny. That's good. And it could be. It could be Joe Biden in this case. Believe me, what a mess. We'll get to Joe Biden. Um, I want to talk about uh, your father-in-law for a second. You know, he has come out and said that if he has to, if Jordan doesn't get the votes, if Scalise doesn't get the votes, her and others, that if he has to for about three months, he'd be willing to serve as the next Speaker of the House because, of course, He's got his sights set on the bigger job, the presidency, which he's winning right now uh, easily. What do you think about that? Would you be in favor of your father-in-law serving as the speaker until um, until they get uh, somebody else and he runs for president? Well, it's sort of amazing like to, to actually legitimately think, and he really is, I believe, considering this as a viable option, something that he would truly consider, to think about all that this man is doing. He is running for president of the United States, which most people could never do just that. But then you look at everything else he's got going on, right? He's got all of these indictments. He's got this lunatic activist attorney general, Letitia James, who's got him in court in New York over this bogus nonsense. He's fighting on every possible front. And then the fact that he actually would potentially consider something like this, I think is incredible and just shows you how special a human being Donald Trump truly is. But look, the reality is I think he wants to do what he thinks is going to help this country. And God knows if we got Donald Trump into the United States Congress in a position as Speaker of the House, man, the Congress would be in ship shape. These people would be doing things that actually made a difference for the people of this country. So I think anywhere he knows he could be of service to this country. He would be willing to do it. Uh, that said, I do think he'd be more powerful as president. So if this is something that happens, I hope it's short term, and then he gets back to the business at hand, which is becoming president and saving this country. Right. So, uh, so were you okay with what happened to Kevin McCarthy earlier in the week? You know, I don't love to see the Republicans at odds with one another. You know, the one thing I'll say about the Democrats, there's a whole lot you can say that's negative about them. But they typically stick together, and it actually does give them a lot of strength and a lot of power. So I don't love when we are not all on the same page as a party. The one thing I did like about it, and I think we need more of, was the fight and the fire. We need to start fighting harder as a party because, man, if we don't, we're never going to win anything. You know, we've kind of always taken this backseat approach, which is we'll, we'll just kind of be on the up and up. We won't get down in the mud with the Democrats, because we know they play dirty sometimes. We've got to start playing dirty. And I did like to see that there is a little bit of fight okay. left in this Republican Party. So I hope we can take that and use it for positive. I like what you just said. But the majority of people believe that this wasn't about the fight. It wasn't about to do good. What it was, what it was, was I should say, 
was basically a personal vendetta that Matt Gates had against McCarthy and somebody who was able to convince all these people, including my good friend Nancy Mace, to uh, come along. It was more of a personal vendetta than anything else. You don't believe that? Well, I mean, I, you can actually, of course, argue that point, and I understand that. But I think when you look at what hopefully will be the end result here, it will mean that going forward, maybe these people who are signing on to all of these omnibus bills that are costing the American taxpayers billions and now trillions of dollars, we actually know what's in them. Because whenever you can't actually say, I've read everything that's in this bill, I know where all the money is going, it is a little bit tough, I think, for the American people to swallow and say, well, these are the people that are supposed to represent me in the United States Congress, and they don't really know where all of our money is going. So hopefully the upside to it, perhaps it's a personal vendetta in some respect, but I think the people in this country really are frustrated with you know, us sending all of this money overseas when, man, do we have major issues here? Could we not use that money to protect our southern border, to make our roadways better, to make our drinking water clean? You know, there are so many issues here at home. And so hopefully that is something good to come out of this fair as enough. well. That is uh, all very, very fair. I just noticed for me, Lara, I'm a uh, majority guy, you know, and uh, I don't know many decisions that are made in this country where three or four percent decide and 96 percent, 96, Lara, percent of Republicans said he's doing great. Uh, Whatever, doing great. He's doing good enough. 210 of 218 said he's doing good enough. Yet eight dissidents and now he's out. I don't like those percentages. I hear you. And I feel badly for Kevin McCarthy because, gosh, remember what a fight he had to even become speaker. I mean, that was bad enough. And now to have this happen. I do generally think he's a nice guy. I've always liked him on a personal level. So I hate to see that all that he has gone through. But, you know, we're at this point. We now have to pull ourselves back up, get it back together, salvage this. And maybe we look back on this like oftentimes happens with a lot in life and say, you know what? That was it was a tough time. It was a messy time, but it was a step that maybe was positive in the long run. And so here we are. Maybe we're going to get Donald Trump as Speaker of the House. Who knows that would be happen. unbelievable. So, um, you know, you talk about personal vendettas, and maybe that's the case, maybe not with Gates and uh, McCarthy. It certainly is between them personally. But same thing with Letitia James, this crooked, racist, horrible attorney general who's not a good person. That's the bottom line. She's a liar, too, uh, going up against your father-in-law. And I remember when uh, when the news broke, I texted you first because not only are you his daughter-in-law, but you're married to his son, Eric. And I was really sick to my stomach. And I mean this. You know, I'm being honest. I was sick to my stomach that also in this lawsuit is your husband, Eric, and your brother-in-law, Donald Jr., the family. I just I just couldn't believe it. I had, and so I texted you and I said, I hope Eric is okay. I'll ask you the same question on air. Is Eric okay? Oh, Eric's okay. I mean, look, it, it, all of it is wrong. And, and you're right. It is stomach turning because this is stuff that you see happen in communist countries. This is something that should never be happening here in America. When you actually step back away from this and you take a broad look at what is going on here, this is an activist, uh, Attorney General Letitia James, who ran a campaign on taking down Donald Trump. Forget about the people of the state of New York. There are real crimes going on. People are getting stabbed. There is a homeless issue. It is there. There's so much crime that needs to be addressed. Yet this is where 
the attorney general of the state of New York has focused herself because it's a campaign pledge that she has to fulfill to take down Donald Trump, just like Fonnie Willis down in Georgia, just like Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in Manhattan. These are all people. And you may as well add, uh, you may as well add Jack Smith to that list as well. Jack Smith in D.C. It's all a campaign promise and it's all about politics. And when you look at this case, there was no injured party, no bank ever came back and said, you know what, we lost money. In fact, the the loans were paid back. They were paid back on time. They made tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars off of these deals. There there was no issue whatsoever. You have a a crazy valuation of Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. And the important thing that people have to remember is when you sign these loan agreements, it states very clearly that there is due, due diligence on the part of these banks. They have a fiduciary responsibility to get their own valuations of these properties. Heck, I could go try to take out a loan now and say, yeah, my shack down the street is worth $10 billion. You can trust me on that. Sid, of course, we know that's not how it works. So this entire case is insane. And every person, by the way, involved testified that my husband, Eric, and my brother-in-law, Don, had absolutely nothing to do with anything, yet just to inflict maximum collateral damage, Letitia James included them in this. It is so sick. It is so communist. It is so third world. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the goal is, is what they have all been. You got Biden's DOJ trying to throw my father-in-law in jail, the number one political opponent of Joe Biden. And simultaneously, you've got this district or attorney general, rather, who is trying to strip him of his life's work, dissolve his companies, ruin his family. They want him so badly to say, gosh, enough is really enough at this point. I don't need this. But they got the wrong one. He's never going to quit. He's going to continue on. He's going to be the 47th president. No, I know he is. And you're right about that. Uh, uh, right now, Joe Biden and the DOJ and people like Letitia James, as great as your father-in-law is, you know, I love him. They're going to make sure he wins. It's nothing to do with your father-in-law. <laughs> They're going to make sure he wins. But I'm nervous. I mean, I, you know, this is, look, I don't know uh, if uh, your father-in-law can win this because there's no jury. And the judge has already made up his mind. That's it. That's it. He's done. And James has as well. And it seems like it's it's going to hurt. I mean, we're talking about a possibility of a quarter of a billion dollar fine. Can't practice in New York. You know, Lara, every day I take the four and the five train at 42nd Street. And I get off at Wall Street. And I make about a six-block walk from Wall Street to the ferry. I live in, uh, in, in Bell Harbor in Queens. And I walk past 40 Wall Street every day. And my son, when he was a baby, we lived on Hanover Square down by Wall Street about three blocks away from that building, and we still use that pharmacy for his medication. The building, to me, is, is a big deal, and it's, it's his, your father-in-law's, you know. And the thought of his name yeah. not being there really upsets me. I, 